You're tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. This is the Copacetic Hour. Why don't you just chill? Yes, this is the copacetic hour. Copacetic is a term meaning everything is fine, cool, and in excellent order. This podcast is an area for open discussion, but not for the weak-hearted nor the simple-minded. And although we may not always agree, we will always exemplify respect. But at the same time, nobody, and I do mean nobody, is exempt from getting these jokes. Everything is copacetic. Yes, this is the Copacetic Hour episode 22. How's everyone's day going? How are you doing today? Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. My name is Deja. I am from Battle Creek, Michigan, currently residing in Dallas, Texas. I am a mom picture. Okay, yes, I um, currently, I trade, I invest my money, make my money work for me, and also do medical, you know, billing and coding. And that's for now. That's, a, you know, a little, little about me. That's what's up. I'm Imani. Um, I'm from a lot of places, but I currently live in Atlanta. <laughs> um, and I'm also um, an entrepreneur slash mommy. Um, I have a nonprofit and I also invest in real estate. And I'm also a social worker. Um, and that's about it. Hey, I'm Keon. Uh, Friend and frat brother, uh, uh, Ernest, for about 10 years. I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I currently live in Fargo, North Dakota, and I'm an air traffic controller. North Dakota? No black people. <laughs> Ever heard of someone? You want to know what that is? It's rough out here. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kavina. Um, I went to Western, currently living in Southfield, debating on moving out the state, but <laughs> I don't know. Texas seems cool, but it seems too hot. It's like 90 all this week, so I just, just I'm a Southfielder for now. <laughs> all right, I'm Dominique. Um, I'm in the same boat as Kavina. Went to Western, living in Southfield. Um, I'm working in procurement and supply chain. And I too, I want to move out. I want to explore. I'm not sure where yet, but definitely want to get my feet wet. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I just want to jump right into our first topic. Um, a couple of weeks ago, there was this whole thing about J. Cole and the other rapper, No ID, who was a female rapper. She attacked J. Cole for not speaking out more about what's going on with the protests and everything. I just feel like for whatever reason in our community, like the divide between black men and black women is like so apparent and out for public display for every other culture. Um, so what I know there is a divide. So first question is why is there a divide and how do we come to a point where we understand and can be in a situation where we can empower each other? Well, uh, say, say what the, uh, the situation was for people who might not know. So what happened was J. Cole did a song about um, everything that was going on, and he mentioned her name, and he asked her, like, hey, don't chastise me, you know what I'm saying? Pull me aside and educate me on what's going on. You know what I'm saying? People put me in this 
I'm a revolutionary leader boat, but I'm not. I'm just trying to learn like everybody else. And maybe I should do more. You know what I'm saying? But I instead of chastising me, like call me up and hit me up and let me know what I could be doing more. And he asked her to let me know what I can do more. And that was in response to what did she say? She or what said, did she do? Originally, she put out a tweet saying that, you know, your favorite, you buy and listen to your favorite rapper all the time, all the top rappers, but they're not, you know, doing anything or saying anything on social media about what's going on. So then J. Cole responded to her with the song. But did she act? Not technically, but yeah. I don't she, think either one of them directed it to each other. Right. I think it was really subliminal, and then people just kind of put it together. Right. I don't think either one of them mentioned each other's name. I never heard of No Name before that whole situation. I was like, this is my first, I guess, like introduction to her. Like, so when I saw the whole thing, I heard the song first before I saw the tweet. And before, or I guess from the tweet, to me, it was like, it was either him or K-Dot, who she could have been talking to. So, I mean, but J. Cole discography, I'm a big J. Cole fan, is pretty much strongly about like the plight of Black people. So I feel like it was a straight shot at him. I mean, you can't tell her what she can and can't tweet. You can't tell him how to respond. And as an artist, that's his thing. He just says how he feel. And that thing, and he said verbatim in the song, I'm not above thinking that she's not talking about me. So, right. I just thought yeah. it was crazy because, like, that nigga at the time she put the tweet out, he was like at a march, you know what I'm saying? Protesting with people walking around. So I thought it was crazy. Like, Damn, you can't win for lose and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when yeah. I watched it, I was um I completely agree with with J. Cole. Like, so as far as don't chastise me or don't criticize me, because you can't you can't fault somebody for not knowing a certain situation. You know what I'm saying? They right. if they simply don't know, they don't know. You can't fault them for not knowing. Right. But my thing is, is that if you within our community and go back to your question on, you know, the divide being the divide between us black men and women, if it's if it's a topic that you don't know about and you are in a position to Jacob, you're in a position to, you know, to speak, you have a platform. So you're going to speak on it. Not saying that he don't, because I feel like J. Cole does a great job of, you know, for our people. Right. But what are you doing to educate yourself? So because your voice is so loud and people listen to you, what are you doing to educate yourself to speak for us? Because we, ain't nobody going to be, I don't have a million followers. People not listen, a million people not listening to us. You know what I'm saying? Or the people, you know what I'm saying? We can be passionate about whatever it is, but we don't have that a million followers. Not only that, we don't have the capital behind us to actually do something about it. He got capital behind him. So not only do you have a voice, but you got money to do something with it. You got power, bro. Facts. That's you got a million people listening to you this week, though. You know what I'm saying? So, look, you speak it, speak it to an existence, speak it, okay? A firm believer in that. I mean, I don't know if doing a whole song was necessary, like putting all that energy into a whole production. I don't know if that was necessary in that way. Because yeah. I mean, like, look, like Lil Baby, I like how he kind of did it where he put his 
production into like that, but yeah. he kind of put his production into responding to her instead of the movie showing the marches and all of that stuff. So I think it would have been better had he done that because we right. do see him as that conscious rapper, whether he wants to be or not at this point. That's the kind of content you put out, so right. you are held to a certain pedestal. So it's like, like she said, if if you don't know, you should be educating yourself because that's your whole steez. Like that's who we see you as, right? I also think that like you can't tell a person how to protest or how to speak out. He does a lot of silent work, you know, that behind the scenes that we don't get to see. Right. So he was at the march. Exactly. So if that uh, no name was calling him out, you know, it's just like you don't even know the work that I've already done or you know what's to come. So facts. And I think it was bad timing because that that uh, that woman who died. Uh, the Black Matters um, activist. She died at the same time when that song had came out. I think she died like the day before or maybe two days before. And then he put that song out. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, uh, this ain't the... It's terrible timing. Terrible sure. timing. So that made it 10 times worse. You know what I'm saying? He didn't... Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, he didn't say anything bad, you know, outside of the circumstances of that young lady losing her life, you know what I'm saying, to a black man. And... Um, if that had never happened, it, it probably wouldn't have been as bad. But given everything that that's going on with the protests and, you know, us being killed by, you know, police officers and everything. And then that woman dying, it just was terrible timing. Definitely was terrible timing. Yeah. As far as us as black men and women, I think that. I don't know. I think like in our life for whatever reason, we do shit like young as fuck. Like we go through like shit that other people don't go through until like they're at that age to go through it. You know what I'm saying? And like, like we having sex early, we having babies early. We in whole ass, like real ass relationships at an early age. You know what I'm saying? So but mentally, you know, say you're not really ready to be like in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like me and my, for me, an example, like I was having sex at 12, I think, or something like that. 12 years old. When I'm thinking like, oh, I need to get the, I need to sleep with the most women possible. That makes me cool. That makes me, you know, the man, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not. So by the time I'm 18, I'm, I'm more, uh, I'm more mature in some areas, but not in that area yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm still thinking like, I need to, I need to get it. You know what I'm saying? I need to get more, you know, I need to smash everything. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And when you get older, you realize like, uh, that shit's not really like, it's not bad if that's what you want to do. I'm not saying that it's bad, but it's not like, it's not the positive thing to be taking your, taking your, your path. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? A lot, yeah. a lot of my Plus friends. You're setting yourself up, doing all of that. You're setting yourself up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, you can, you could take one road and it could be good. You got a great baby mama. She don't give you headaches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she don't be fucking with you. Then you could be another road. You got a, a baby mama that, fucking hates your guts you know what I'm saying you will never be happy nigga not without her you know what i'm saying so i i just feel like 
in our culture, we start shit too young. As young men, we are over-sexualized at a young age. You know what I'm saying? And then as young women... All are over-sexualized? Yes. As young men, you know what I'm saying? When you're a young kid, when you're a little kid, oh, my son gonna be a ladies' man and all this shit. When your son shouldn't even be thinking about no shit like that. He should be thinking about fucking Power Rangers and Spider-Man and shit. And then, like, our black women... You get to an age where you 15, you still a child, and grown-ass niggas is coming after you, you know what I'm saying, because you cute, you know what I'm saying, because you, whatever, you got double Ds and a fat ass at 15, you know what I'm saying, but your mind not there yet, you know what I'm saying, you, you're not even ready for all the shit that comes with letting a man enter your body, you know what I'm saying, like, that's that's a big deal. It's the culture, though. It's 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 unfortunate, but it's like, and I feel like that has that goes back to a lot of, you know, our environment, the environment that we're in, and not only our household, but you know, what we our communities, what we surrounded by. That's all we're yeah. surrounded by. So naturally, that's what we're gonna gravitate towards. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We not our communities not talking about wealth and uh 401ks and you know cds mutual fund we not talking about that and stuff that's actually gonna get us somewhere in life our our community and our culture more so on fucking yeah unfortunately hey fucking is good i don't hey fucking is great god damn it i think that as little girls though we're like almost conditioned for relationships right from the beginning like even playing with fake babies and playing with changing diapers and our toys were like the kitchen set so we learning how to clean our toys are the vacuum so we already learning to wife roles and stuff but we like you said we shouldn't even be thinking about stuff like that we should be focused on being children but it's like we already like I've been a mama since I was five borderline like my little baby I used to change the little diaper used to cry and everything you know what I'm saying and then people are so Oh my gosh, people are having kids so young, but you've been grooming me to be a mom since I was a kid. Shit. So it's just like the whole culture, or even like with little boys, younger a little boy, a kitchen set to play with. Should he not know how to cook or should he be dependent on a, a woman to do that? So then when we grow up and guys don't know how to do a lot of that stuff, right. they think it's expected for the woman to do it. And that's not how we reckon no more. Like, cause y'all, like, guys like to be like, back in the day, women used to do this, this, and that. Well, back in the day, women didn't used to work. So now I'm working. So <laughs> you're not getting Susie Homemaker plus working and all you're doing is working. If all you can bring to the table is working, I got that. And I know how to do everything else. Can we talk about it? Or yeah. can we talk and about I, I think that is a great point. And even like making a segue back to J. Cole's song where he talks about how um, like basically like we are, we're, we're basically set up like from birth like we're set up to be a certain way we're set up to be divided that at least that's what i took from it and the way that we're set up not only to be divided like the like you said like the mental like block like something about the mental slavery being stronger than like the physical slavery and i think that's so true because like you said like with the kitchen set ordeal just an example someone wanted to buy my son a kitchen set for christmas last year and i was really Mm -hmm. hesitant like she asked me like would it be okay like Cause I know that's kind of like boys don't get kitchen sets and my son loves helping in the kitchen. Like he loves helping cook. Like he loves being there. So initially I'm just like, I don't know. I ain't never seen a kitchen set for a boy. Like, right. 
But then I had to think about it more like, why am I hesitant? Like, and it's because you're conditioned to be that mm-hmm. way. And that mental, like the mental conditioning that happens to us from childhood on, like, it's so strong. And like, we don't even realize it. That's- like, I think that that's like, a great point because I, I dead ass had to stop and think like why don't I want him to have a kitchen and he likes cooking and I mean we ended up settling on a grill set but <laughs> <laughs> but it was something that I thought about like why why don't I want him to have a kitchen so I don't know I think that that mental condition that we get definitely means a lot like that's that's real I even like that I'm married now I'm not the same man that I was when I was in Battle Creek or even in college, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a completely different man. Deja know, Monty know, Monty said damn near just live with me. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? And I just be having women just running in and out the house looking for me and shit, breaking my windows. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like, all that shit sounds crazy to me now, the person who I am now, but it's normal shit to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? If you don't grow up out of that mindset, it's just normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't, I don't know why it's like that. I don't know why, like, we don't grow up like you meet, you meet a black woman, you, you respect her, you treat her like you would want someone to treat your own mom. Cause I grew up with a single mom. You know what I'm saying? I wish a nigga would. That. You know what I'm saying? But I think, yeah, I think it's because you guys, you're not taught it. And that's why I think it's so unfair for a lot of people to like judge J. Cole. I'm saying like that you have to treat people like children because you really do. And we are not taught, like I feel like black people are the most conditioned, influenced, misguided, miseducated group there is in this society. And so if you if you can say out your mouth that like we're, you know, they have us at the bottom purposely, like everything is intentional. If you can say that out your mouth, I don't really understand how you can say too, like, I'm not about to teach somebody something because I'm not their mama. Like, why not? Like right. you you can say that we're misguided, we're miseducated, like they're purposely systematically keeping us down, but you don't wanna teach me, guide me, help me, walk me through. Right. Like and I feel like that's and, in every aspect that we go through that. You know what I'm saying? Even like last week, my podcast, we were talking about how like in workplaces and workspaces that other cultures work in nepotism. Like you, you, there, anything that they have, I'm bringing my nephew up. I'm bringing my, my friend's son up. But black people like, no, nah, you didn't earn this, nigga. I worked hard to get here. You need to do the same. Like, no, nigga, help me out. Shit. I shouldn't have to. You are there to make sure I don't have to do that shit. Like all the other cultures, but not in our community. It's like, no, nah, no nepotism. I went through this, so you got to go through this. When it should be, I went through this, so you didn't have to go through this. You know what I'm saying? Even when having to leave the house at 18 years old versus, you know, families saying, stay as long as you can, you know, so you can save up money and prepare yourself for the real world instead of, you know, oh, you're 18 now, get out, basically. Right. So and damn near, damn, well, to me at least, in the Black community, that's damn near like an extension 18. Like kids leaving home now, 17, 16 years old, yeah. living with their partners damn near. Like That's what I was saying. We getting in whole ass relationships and we still kids. You know what I'm saying? See, I feel like I feel like it has to start with our generation because if y'all think about it, though, 
it's our parents, like our parents and their parents were like that. And there is generation after generation. It's literally generation curses after generation curses. So we literally have to be, because I feel like our generation, the one, well, I don't know about the next. I feel like our <laughs> generation. Niggas crazy, huh? <laughs> They so savage. These little niggas yeah, is crazy are. out here. They I ain't gonna lie. They <laughs> are. I feel like we got to be the one to change that for real, especially for like our families. So I know, speaking for me specifically, for my family, it's a lot of stuff that I'm I'm breaking curses and I'm changing. Period. Just like when y'all talk about you gotta be out at 18. No, not at all. Because in my household, I had bills in my name. I didn't have a credit card in my name making credit, building my credit up. But now I'm doing that for my son. I didn't have that. But I didn't have that because they didn't know about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't know about it. It's a lot of stuff that that's messed up and that's rigged. That's that poor mentality or that slave mentality that y'all was just speaking on that our parents and generations before us is just unfortunate. But that's what they know. So that's what they're going to put on us. You're not going to put your generational curses on me. I'm breaking that. I'm sorry. And shout out to you for that, because I love to hear stuff like that. Instead of like taking that trauma and passing on that trauma, but we, we you got to be the change you want to see, and that's just pure. You can't talk about nothing if you're not willing to change it. Right. Facts. All right, moving into the next topic, because that shit was deep as fuck. God damn. Shit. As you beautiful black women, all four of you, what traits would you want to see? And a black man, how a black man should be treating you guys. Do you think the traits that you need as black women because of everything we go through is different from other cultures? What, how do you think a black man should be treating you guys? Uh. <laughs> it was like, nigga, I didn't been through the good and the bad. What you, what you want, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> I would say the traits that I look for or that I would want like a man to have um, Obviously, I look for, like, physical traits because I'm a health freak. So okay. I want to make sure that he's in shape. Um, I really look for people with strong mindsets um, just because I feel like I've walked a really long journey. So if you have, like, a simple mindset and you can't think beyond um, the surface, then it's hard for me to connect. Um, and then, like, someone who can lead. Like, I really do appreciate having a leader. Um, those are the main things I look for. Everything else just kind of either it's there or it's not. Um, and then as far as like, you said, do we think it, what we need differs from other cultures? Yeah. Was that the question? I would say yes. Um, and I think, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I think it's because like, I feel like black women are confused. I feel like we don't really, like we say we want one thing, but then as soon as it comes, we kind of like, push it away and Hell then, yeah. like, <laughs> and then like we just want to like we have something to prove like i feel like other women in other cultures they don't have anything to prove they don't have to prove that they're independent they don't have to prove that they don't need a man they don't have to prove that you know they're not a hoe they don't have to prove all these things they don't have to prove that they fit in with the culture and i feel like black women have like so many standards that like they have to prove so like it ultimately confuses us on like what the hell are we even doing? And then we just end up in situationships. I don't think any other culture has situationships. That's deep. <laughs> what about you, Deja? What are you looking for in a, in a young strapping buck? In a husband. <laughs> That's why I'm a husband. So what, uh, for me, Trace, definitely, um, with me, with now where I'm at in, in my 
in my journey, he definitely first and foremost have to be God fearing um, because that's that's my base for everything. If if we can't put God first and if we cannot when we mad at each other, pissed, if we can't pray together and you know what I'm saying, and handle whatever's going on in our household, then I just feel like it's not going to work, period, because I've been in situations where God was not first. And you see where I'm at. So um, so that's first and foremost. And then like she going back to what Monica said, definitely you have to be strong minded, strong willed, and I ha you have to be elite. Like I am, I'm strong minded, but you also, you can't be intimidated by me. You cannot, because I need somebody to lead me as well. Like, even though I'm a female and I'm strong and I, I'm independent, I still desire to be led by my husband. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the head of the household. And if I can't learn anything from you, what are we, what are we doing? Facts. What are we here for? And I feel like that should be something vice versa. You should be able to learn from me. I should be able to learn from you. Um, what's another trait? Your team. I don't know. That's mainly, that's in, like caring, loving, family oriented. Like that's, that's my main thing. Uh, I love what you guys just listed. All of that. God fearing number one is on my list. But someone with integrity, someone who is compassionate, someone who is kind, someone willing to learn, someone understanding, someone who's ambitious. Someone who has a vision and goals that they're trying to accomplish. Someone, like you said, someone who's a leader, someone who can get things done by any means necessary. If they don't know how, you know, go out and find the resources, you know, in order to complete tasks. So I think those are my top, top qualities that I would look for. I mean, they didn't already said everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, compassionate, definitely. And not just towards me. Like I, like if you see somebody struggling on the street, it would it's a turn on for me to see you help somebody that has nothing to do with you. Because like I'm big on community service. So a guy that does community service on his own free will, that's attractive to me. Um, someone whose word is everything to them. Like if he said that, that's what he's that's what it is. Like I don't want to have to question anything you say. Like you say you're gonna do something, do it. Um, like she said, a, a man that can make it happen. Like if you don't know, figure it out. Like don't just go, like, mm, I don't know. Make it happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just like, those are my tops for sure. Ambitious. And then leader. I'm I'm definitely like a, an alpha type of female. Um, I go above and beyond with things. So you have to show me you can lead. And if if I'm leading most of the things, I, don't, I can't even see you as a husband because it's just like, you stress me out. I feel like you... I don't have no kids, but I feel like you my kid at this point. Like, leave me somewhere. Like, I don't want to wear pants. But if I have to, I can handle it, but I don't want to. So I need a certain type of man that I can trust. And that goes hand in hand. And once again, what you say is what you do. If you said it, that's going to happen. That's what I need. Facts. Now, Keon, what do you think Black women should be looking for to man? Or do you have any questions for them? Well, I can't, I can't tell a Black woman what she should look for. Facts. I'm not a woman, a black woman. Thanks. But I think just um, as a person, like with me, my main thing is just show me you got room to grow and you got the desire to do better. Like, I feel like if I made a list of everything I wanted to see in a woman, if I focus on the things in a list, I might miss out on, on my, my fiance just because she might not have had that one or two things at the time, but she had that potential to grow and to grow with me to become that kind of person like i heard a leader come up compassion and stuff like that in these lists i wasn't always the leader i am in the household as i was five years ago i wasn't always as compassionate as i am five years ago 
I was more selfish, all these type of things. And if she just didn't, you know, care about my potential to be to be better and grow, then we wouldn't be together. I think I think and that kind of ties back to the last question of the divide between uh, men and women. I feel like black people, we got to we feel like we got to catch up, play catch up so quick compared to other communities. Like if you compare yourself with somebody at work, you know, like a white person, whatever, they had, you know, generational growth for decades. Whereas one of y'all might have just broke a generational curse, you got a good job, and now you hustling, try to catch back up to somebody that you work with, right? Whereas they don't have that stress and that stress and that tension, that's what caused divide between, you know, our relationships, both with our coworkers, our relationship, family members, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I feel like black people in general, in general, we need like a just like a, a solid agenda or an end goal to go to. I feel like we all kind of on our own trying to get to the finish line. Whereas, you know, if I pass the baton to you, you could go 10 steps, you pass the baton to somebody else and we'll eventually get there. I might not be the one that crossed the finish line, but I know my people from where I'm at on out, they can get there. That's deep. That's deep. I love that. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell y'all niggas uh what y'all should be looking for in a man, goddammit. I don't care what Keon talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. What you got, E? Let us know. Let us know. What should we be looking for? He should be he should be fat. He should be <laughs> have curly hair like like that right there, you see? He should no nah, just playing. <laughs> no, nah, but for real, uh I think that the main thing in a relationship, and it doesn't matter black or whatever, but especially in our community is communication. Like we don't know how to like argue and not like say some horrific shit to somebody. You know what I'm saying? And when we get mad with our mate, well, me, not me and Gigi, but I, before me and Gigi, when I used to get mad, I used to say some horrific shit, like, Shit that you shouldn't say. You know what I'm saying? And same thing with a woman. A woman gets mad, she'll cut your ego. Even if it's not true. You little dick nigga. That's why you only last two <laughs> minutes. All this shit. You know what I'm saying? Or but are us putting each other out like on social media and all this shit. Like all that shit, it has to stop. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to be able to, when we get upset, not yelling at each other. You know what I'm saying? Not low blows and cuts, having a conversation. Well, why are you upset? Why did this happen? Because most of the times, the shit just be miscommunication. Like, I understood something this way, and you understood understood something this way, where even if we may not agree, at least we understand after we talk and how we can move forward. Like, okay, I won't do this anymore. I won't, if I if this happens, then I'll do it this way next time. At least it could be in the back of your mind, like, okay, if I do this again, she she could I did this last time, it pissed her off. You know what I'm saying? Whatever reason in relationships, when you supposed to be being like a team with someone, if you're gonna be in a relationship, it's like in a lot of cases, you supposed to be thinking like you need to put their needs in front of your wants. You know what I'm saying? And that's I feel like that's just not something that that we do as men and I'm not some I'm not sure if 
black women even demand that from us in a way that men would understand. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of times I, I feel like black women just get upset with us and be like, oh, well, nigga, I'm not even finna deal with that. You know what I'm saying? The worst thing you can do to a man is not explain yourself. Even if it may piss you off and it may piss him off, I feel like it's good for you to get whatever's going on off your chest. And it's, it's some, that nigga need to hear whatever he, he did wrong. You know what I'm saying? Or not even what he did wrong, just your thought process and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? We need to, we have to have more communication in our community or shit, just, it's going to be all baffled. That's what I would say. So when y'all meet these young men and y'all go on these dates, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need to be having conversation. Don't be looking at that nigga like, damn, he's sexy. You know what I'm saying? Look at them waves. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I wonder what he looked like in gray jogging pants. What his dick print <laughs> looking like. Don't be thinking like that, goddamn. Think about like, what's the conversation we can have? Is he a communicator? That, and I think in our community, will lead to successful relationships. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to communicate, so because you know, back when you were, when you were saying that, you know, you have to explain yourself. Because I'm the type of person I love to talk, but in previous relationships, when I would like, okay, we need to talk about it in the other individual, they may not be ready right now. Okay, you're not ready right now, which is cool. But I, you know, give you some time. But at the in, in the same sense, we still have to talk about it. Yeah. you know address the elephant in the room but a lot of people just don't know how to what they feel inside they don't know how to verbally express it Facts. Now, i don't know how and that's i found i found that's like a big thing with black men i've noticed that even with friends like not just you know intimate relationships but with just my friendship a lot of guys and i'm just i be i'm always the one to try to pull their feelings emotions up out of them like bro you mad why you mad Let's talk about it. You know, that's the only way we can get to X, Y, and Z is if we talk about it. But I just think a lot of black men don't like to like to express themselves for some reason. And I, I never understood. I don't understand. Because why. we taught to be hard and that shit is soft and, you know, it's not manly. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And it's women's fault. <laughs> no, no, what? At all. No, I'm just, saying, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I agree with that completely. And like, a lot of guys will take you trying to talk about stuff as arguing, but you can literally be talking and just tell them, like, hey, let's talk about it. you always nagging. It's like, come on now. How are we going to address everything? I'm trying to tell you how I feel. Okay, I'm going to keep it a buck. Y'all niggas do be nagging, though. Like, I'm not. Hey. No, stop doing <laughs> stuff. No, I don't. You want it to build up and then I hate you? Like, if something bothers me, I need to tell you about it. Because if you keep doing it, you're basically saying, F me. So then that we know where we stand. <laughs> like, okay. So I think that, like, people have a hard time with, like, pride and stuff as well. Because we, sometimes when people get mad, they don't think about the bigger picture. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to get dramatic. But we can walk out this door or go to sleep and not wake up at any point. And with somebody you love, you never want that last conversation to be something stupid just because your pride was in the way. And you didn't want to communicate or like apologize or hear them out. So it's like, we just got to learn how to put love first and all of that pride and all of that extra stuff. Just even with what's going on in this world right now, if this ain't teaching you to love your people, like, baby, it's too much going on to be arguing with anybody or to be, you know, it's just like, just love more. <laughs> Not to sound corny or like a hippie, but it's no, too but short. Anything can happen. No, I agree. True.
Lifestyles is a men's and women's clothing store that carries exclusive quality labels. Their mission is to bridge the gap between mainstream fashions and luxury brands. They're the go-to place for the latest fashions and trends. You can shop with them online at lifestylesapparel.com. That's L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E-Z apparel.com. And follow them online at Lifestyles Apparel on all social media outlets. While you're at it, visit them at their brand new Memphis location. Back to the podcast. We're going to move into our next topic. Okay, so we talked about how, what traits you're looking for in a man and all this. How do you think you should be approached as a, as a black woman? How should men be coming up to you and be like, hey, baby. Respect. You've been period. running through my mind all day. No. And I'm feeling like you saying, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How do and you? don't touch us. Like, don't oh. don't touch us. Don't touch. Oh, Niggas is going up touching y'all. What guys be like? Hey, bro. Hey, no. hey, like, <laughs> let me go. I hate when people I know touch me. So please do not touch me. Okay. I get so disgusted when guys walk up. That's crazy. I can, I can see the hand. Or- I've had guys grab me by my waist from the front and the back. Grab me by my wrist. Got me by my aunt. Like I've had it all. At this point, we're like we're in our big age right now. <laughs> like there's <laughs> nothing wrong. Hi, how are you? Uh, I think you're beautiful. I think you're gorgeous. Whatever the case may be, can I buy you a drink? I was wondering if I can get to know you. People might think that's corny, but that me, I, I would like that. That's do not touch me. Do not. Call yeah, me no hey, type baby, of, mm-hmm. you think you looking thick. Don't mention my thickness. Don't touch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. Like what? I think you look beautiful. I would love to get to know you. How's brunch? You want to go to brunch? I like that. Not. Can I pull up with a bottle? Can I? No. Let's oh, smoke. You, you smoke? No. <laughs> That's the one right smoke? there. You smoke. But that's the thing. That's why these guys go after these younger girls because they're going for that. Facts. Facts. I mean, my wife is four years younger than me, so I guess I'm part of the problem. <laughs> okay, no touching, right? Be respectful. What's something else? Give me a time, most memorable way, good or bad, someone approached you. How did that? What happened? How did it go? Even just today, like damn today, I'm at a, <laughs> I'm at a stoplight. I simply let a man. I, you know, when you're not supposed to block a, a, a the going into the driveway or whatever to a gas station. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I simply stayed back to let him out. This man staring me down the whole way he turned. The light turns green. All I see is him flipping to you behind me and then trying to drive next to me like, hey, hey. And it's like, bro, you gonna risk both our lives? Like That nigga seen her. See, he seen her. He was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, because what if hey, I would have off of that and got distracted? I, I just was like, bro, what? He probably would have pulled off. Like, you about to help me pay for this? <laughs> I be hoping that's how I meet my soulmate because they just can't believe it. What about you, Imani? What's a uh, a most memorable way a nigga approached you, good or bad? And you was like, man, what the hell? Like a couple weeks ago, actually, I had went to Miami 
Okay. Um, yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, um, spreading the Rona <laughs> everywhere. God damn it. Um, so I went to Miami and I'm standing outside the liquor store and this guy just walks up and he grabs me around my waist and he says, oh, those clothes look good, but I know by tonight they're going to be off for me. And so I'm like pushing him and back and because first of all, even though I've been out, I still have been like, don't come near me, stay six feet away. And he was like here. So I damn near did the matrix to get him off. And hit, my friend was pushing him at the same time. And when she like pushed him out, she was like, you just need to chill. And then he just, he said something like, I was just talking anyway, because that bag on your shoulder ain't worth shit. And I was just like, wow. Oh, shit. I've never been approached like that. Ridiculous. Niggas do be salty when you, when you curve a nigga. <laughs> they be hurt, nigga. Nigga heart be hurt, god damn it. I don't know. Like, calm your nerves. They be so hurt, they feel like they gotta offend you now. Oh no, oh I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings now. You feel like you gotta be disrespectful. How cute. How cute. (laughs) But I can't think I don't really get approached like that. And I think a lot of like my friends say that it's just my demeanor. Like I just have that face. So I don't really I don't really get approached like that. That's a lie. Niggas be no, I'm dead me. serious, E. I'm dead serious. I don't get approached like that. When I'm out with my friends, guys, when I, I'm not saying I okay, I do get approached, but I can't, it's not like memorable. It's nothing ever memorable, or it's not like often, especially when I'm with my friends. Okay. I just have that, I guess, leave me the hell alone look. <laughs> I can't help it. You look mean. Why are your friends so mad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that is? I don't, like, I honestly don't know, because I feel like, I feel like I'll be smiling with my eyes, like, hey, you know how they just say smile. <laughs> What's that shit on, uh, bring it on? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I just, like I said, it goes back to, look, if you feel intimidated, like you cannot approach me, I'm not mean. I'm really not. I don't get approached like that. I get taken for that friend too, so I know what it feels like. But mine's just yeah. because of my voice. People always say because my voice is deep, they just think I'm mean. Like anytime I'm with my friends, people approach them and they think I'm the mean one. Hmm. That just but happened I- with us like a week ago. But for whatever reason, he kept wanting to talk to me. So I'm a little bit. Confused. You remember that? He was like, Why is she so mad? Why is she looking like this? She want to go home? Like. The crazy thing, guys say that about me. Girls say that about me all the time. You have resting bitch face, or you look so mean, and just like I can't help it. Honestly, I can't help it. What about you, Dom? What's a uh, so what's a? Ain't nobody got no good stories. Ain't nobody ever came to y'all be like, damn, I throw him draws. Ain't nobody ever came like that. Damn, we gotta do better, Keon. I can't think. One time I was out of town, I was driving, so, you know, I'm using my GPS. I don't know, you know, exactly where I'm going. This man damn near chased me down in his truck, like, <laughs> racing down the street, trying to, like, get my attention. Like, he's pulling up, trying to look at me. I'm like, who is wrong? He rolled down his, pull up to the Taco Bell. Pull up to that Taco Bell. You're, you're so beautiful, <laughs> sir. I'm not going to the Taco Bell. I'm scared. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Like, thing, I get right? it. Like, you had to take your chance. Right. Like, no. I actually have had a good one. And it was at the Greek picnic last year. And I never talked to him after he approached me, which I was so sad about. 
But when he first approached me, I knew for sure that was my husband. Who the so fuck I was that? Had a good one. He, I don't even remember like his exact words. I just remember he came up to me. They were like um, strolling, and he like came out of the stroll line and like you know you know cues. They be doing all the extra shit. So he super extra came up to me and he like, so you coming with us tonight, right? And I'm like, yeah. Like. <laughs> I he was so damn cute, but like I never saw him after that. But that was like probably the most good approaching I've ever had. Like everything else is pretty like basic. Huh? Yeah. How you do it? I just use humor. I've hardly ever had to even really approach people. I feel like all these bad stories. Like if I'm at a we at a party or a kickback, whatever. How many times have you got approached by like somebody that's super aggressive, corny, lame, whatever? I've, I just chill, relax. Usually, good vibes will find each other in a in a group setting anyway. And then in person, I'm funny, so that's my only thing I got going for me. Oh, he said he ain't never had to approach. Like, I was never with me. me. <laughs> not you, the chosen one. No, no, not fuck no, you, no, nigga. Like that and. <laughs> But no, I feel because like earning something, like in most cases, I'm usually pretty like low key or even kind of shy. Yeah. But it's just, like I said, good energies will will find it, find each other in a group setting. And then like at parties and stuff, I'm just kind of like the funny person. Nice. And then, and that's the army too. Like if you're around some guy that's, that's just generally funny, not trying to like throw lines at you and game you, I feel like you're, you're, you're more than likely to get to know that person. I feel comfortable with giving that person your number. I agree. I was just talking to someone about that, about how dudes just, like, you would probably have a better chance if you just try to be friends. Like, why do you, why do dudes always want to just talk? Like, let's, let's just be friends. Why can't you just be my home black, be your home girl? Like, that's how I get it right there. That's how I see. I think that that you would, get, you would get it. You would get girls so much easier if you just didn't be so thirsty. I wish dudes understood that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I'd be seeing them and be like, ask you what your interests are, who you be with, things that make you smile, what numbers to dial. <laughs> nah, I would, um, nigga, I am the master at like, Friend zoning to smash. Like that was my <laughs> master. I'm the master. master. That was my that was my thing. Cause I'm not like I'm nice. I'm generally nice. And like I have a lot of female friends that I never did nothing with. They really just my homegirls. You know what I'm saying? And that's another part too for any of you guys listening. You gotta get homegirls that you don't smash because they'll oop you the draws with somebody else too. You know what I'm saying? If you into that, just just to let you know, you know what I'm saying? They know you ain't shit, but they know you still a nice guy, you know what I'm saying? So they'll oop you to draws sometimes, you know what I'm saying? That that happens from time to time. It just fall in your lap because your homegirl gave you a good word one day, you know what I'm saying? You got to play that part too. But I don't know, like, I'm fat, so... I never had like girls like um, be like I don't walk into a room and females be like oh he's sexy that that shit doesn't happen for me. You gotta be funny, you know bro. That, that, that doesn't humor. happen to me. But humor, 
Not even humor, nigga. No, I don't got none of that. All I got is I can talk and I'm confident. Confidence is is my humor, my good lookingness, my whatever. You know what I'm saying? When I walk into a room oh, and I see a girl, I will walk right up to her, talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Make I will make her laugh. You're right, Keon. I will throw some funny yeah. shit in there. Humor is the sexiest thing. Humor, humor you're right, you're right. people equate humor to intelligence. It's like right. if you could connect shit in your head real fast and to make it funny, right. that's that's some like the smartest shit you could ever do. That's how my baby dad trapped me. He was telling me so. I was there for that. I saw I saw that that uh yeah, I saw not, the plan. Not <laughs> Everybody know he he wanted Mr. Funny Guy. That's how he, that's how he did it. But like I don't know like I I'm the ultimate wingman all that cuz I can go up and talk to women just I can talk to them. I don't have a problem like befriending you in the moment, you know what I'm saying? So when she leaves, you're like, oh, I kind of like him. I kind of like him. And then she see me again, and then we be Facebook friends. And then I get her number, and then I invite her somewhere, and we go to dinner or something. And then I be smashing after that for a few times. And then I be like, <laughs> moving on to the next one. This is before I got married, by the way. This is I don't do that no more. You know, so I have platonic. For the record. Yeah, for the record, I have platonic female friends. Like, I just... Befriended, Kavina. We talk about growing garden. She always getting on me of like, you need to start your garden. You need to start your garden. We just friends. You know what I'm saying? Me and my and mine like my little sister. You know what I'm saying? We she used to literally just live with me. That's just my home girl. You know what I'm saying? Same with Deja. Like that's really the homie. Like I don't, I don't have a problem with because I'm not thirsty. I never was like, oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And I have been thirsty at times. I'm getting wrong. I didn't fell into some. Some some vagina and shit was amazing, and I was calling her every day. Sometimes it has happened. It does happen. Uh, sometimes I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? I didn't definitely like, how your day beautiful when she don't want to speak to my ass no more. You know what I'm saying? It definitely has happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If if y'all listening, y'all need to take advice from him because Ernest used to have a hoe. I used to be in that apartment like, what in the, how is the, what yeah. is going on? Ernest is always like, around females, always. And they be coming, like, and they was, <laughs> I mean, before he got married, before I ever met Gigi, but they used to be coming, okay? <laughs> to the crib, walking past my female roommates. I had nothing but female roommates at this time. You were I would never forget the night that you, you was on some bullshit with your hoes, and one of them popped up, and you had to hide behind the kitchen counter. <laughs> oh, I would man. never. That was the night that it was confirmed for me. Like you could never be around me and say Ernest ain't got no bitches. I'd be like, who ain't got no bitches? <laughs> <laughs> she walked right in. Nigga was looking. Nigga like searching for my ass. <laughs> I ain't never seen your ass hide behind nothing. Nigga. <laughs> behind that kitchen counter and copper beat yeah, so yeah. fast. She was looking, went down to my room, all type of shit. I was like, damn, she think we dating. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was when I was toxic, you know, back in the day. That was, you know what I'm saying? You got to go through those those toxic uh, little kid Get years. it out your system. Get it out your system. You know what I'm saying? It happens. I don't know if you have to, but... 
I did. I can't say it for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I think we all have a little toxic phase. If you haven't went through it yet, it's coming. No, oh, man. I'm Even a, if it's small, it don't gotta be a yeah. It gotta be a, to- yeah, a, a moment, a toxic That's moment. But I ain't gonna lie though, nigga. I was, I shit. I was, I was doing it out here back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no secret. It's not. <laughs> it's not a secret. So, okay, let me ask you a question then. When you meet a man, and let's say he does have a reputation like that, are you more careful with how you interact with that man? Let's say he's trying to change. Like, when I met Gigi, I was actually trying to change. Like, I had fucked over one girl. She just packed her shit up and left me. I fucked over another girl. I was sleeping with three of my mans at one time. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they all, like, started to figure out, like, this nigga really, like, he nice, but he really not shit for real on the low. He, He playing a role. You know what I'm saying? So then when I met Gigi... I told myself, like, even before I met Gigi, after I got done with them girls, like, I was like, the next girl I meet who I really like, and I I was still, you know, doing whatever. But the next girl I met that I really liked, I was going to take it serious. You know what I'm saying? And I really did take my relationship uh, with Gigi serious in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? How do y'all interact with people y'all know got, uh, a past. Y'all know he, y'all heard rumors and everything. Are y'all more like guarded with y'all actions with that person? Me personally, I am now um, because my thing is, is that it has to be, you can say all day that you not like that, but you, words don't mean nothing. You have to be about action. So if I know you have a past, okay, well, we just don't strictly start off as friends like I don't try to get no feelings or nothing attached because yes my guard is definitely going to be up because I already know what you do you know what I'm saying so I'm not even going to go into the situation thinking that oh this is what I want because I feel like with us or people in general like we like to look at potential potential is good but at the end of the day let's be real that potential is there but you're not giving me the reality is that you're giving me x y and z even though you got a plus potential you giving me f quality and i'm not no i'm sorry i can't i can't do that anymore so yes i'm guarded if i know you got a past i'm guarded let's just be friends until you feel like you're ready because niggas be playing period what about you kavina I feel like, yeah, I am guarded, but like you were just saying, showing you people can play a role for a minute or even they can think that they ready for a minute. But like, like let's say uh, three months, four months, whatever months, friends, and they acting like an angel at this point, you just confused on why, like, well, why you got this reputation? Maybe he did change. And then once you find out that he hasn't changed, now he hates you. It's like, it's like that like how you mad at me because now I know who you really are and now the whole role is gone and you're showing me what what everybody been talking about and it's like okay I took that chance because you you know what I'm saying you showed me a different light for months and you was really acting like an angel out here I was completely confused or whatever so it's like now I don't know like people with reputations it's just like eh. it's a no-go <laughs> 
don't know. What more do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> no, go. What about you, Dom? Um, I don't know. I think I would be guarded, especially if you have a, a reputation like that. Like, um, I would definitely try to try to keep a you know a antenna up for any red flags that I know are, are rumored to be, you know, true. Um, I don't know. I mean, everyone kind of deserves a fair shot. Okay. If you prove yourself to live up to those rumors, then you know might have to cut ties but everybody deserves a fair shot i mean people people can change mm. so kian when you was out hoeing and shit you know what i'm saying yeah how was you uh how did you approach your beautiful fiance like did she take into account who you were before or how did that work no neither one of us uh cared too much about like past stuff it's i think it's pointless because otherwise, if you know about somebody's past and you want a fence to uh, whether or not to get in a relationship with that person because of that past, then once you get in a relationship, I feel like you just looking and waiting for that person to fuck up. So I feel like if you care that much, just I feel like don't get into it. So with us, we just like whatever, whatever we did in the past was the past. Right. And then just see where we go from here on out. If I fuck up, then cut me off and then we, we were young younger too yeah. like we're engaged now we knew each other or we've been dating for like a total of like six years so back then that's that's it six it's over six years now so like it's longer than then. yeah but like i said when we were younger like that it wasn't like we were looking for that person to get married too so it wasn't like no real stakes at the time we just happened to fall in love with each other because we right. were just having a good time didn't care about past and stuff right so i think once you open up like that i think people are more likely to find somebody um i would agree with keon um i definitely think that um when you go into a situation and you're kind of thinking like I know what type of dude he is or I know his past or I know how this about to go you kind of setting it up to to fail from the beginning um I'm a huge huge believer in like the words that put out is what you manifest I don't care what it has to deal with so when you say that you know he probably gonna try to play me how he do everybody else you literally setting it up to happen that way exactly um, I think that um like how the connection feels to me. I'm very spiritual. So I feel like if we connect, I'm going to feel it. Um, and I don't care about your past. I don't care what you did because I've seen both sides of it, as you know. Um, my child's father, you know, we were together for seven years. And the first few years, he was the epitome of the ain't shit nigga. Um, and I chose to like look beyond that and Past, you know what he was when we first met each other and I allowed him to change and I saw him change to a completely different person to where he wouldn't even look at another person um and anybody around tested that and it wasn't anything that I was doing I just allowed him to grow into who he wanted to be at the point that I felt like he couldn't get there I felt like okay your past is too much we sat down and had a conversation we're gonna dead it here or you gonna put some effort to changing, like, and that's just that. And you know, he chose to change. And I'm just like, 
when you allow people to do that, then you're better able to find a match. Um, you It works or it doesn't. There is no in between. So the past, I just don't feel like that. It, it doesn't matter. Definitely. I feel like be open and let somebody change or go find the, the perfect guy off rack. Because I feel like, but have your threshold too in that relationship. Yes. If, I, if, that, if that person is keep hitting that threshold, then you don't got to put up and deal with that. But don't let my past have you at 90% of my threshold already. Now it ain't no room for me to, no wiggle room. Right. And then that's another thing I would like to add. Like, doesn't mean just let somebody push you over just like, cause they have a past and you want to let them grow. I'm not saying that at all, but you definitely have to like, cause like I said, like when I go into situations, I go into them the same way. Like we're going to connect or we're not. And just leave it at that. Like, like he said, when you already come in, like, okay, he already at 50%. But if he do one more thing, like, it's dead. This nigga's gone. <laughs> like, right. I just feel like you got, there has to be balance. Um, there just has to be. Let's say now, and it's a guy that, you know, we grew up with. And I know, like, every chick that he messed with, he ain't, he ain't, you know what I'm saying? He ain't do right. I'm definitely keeping that in the back of my head. And I get what y'all saying when it's like, you're going to go into thinking like, if you're thinking that way, then it's going, it's not going to work in the same sense. It's like, you can't be completely like, you can't be completely blind eyed to that. Especially if that per if that person is not knowing if that person is still showing those char characteristics, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I feel like you can't be a blind eye to that. And then it's so crazy because I just seen a post today that said something about something like, we have to teach our daughters not to, or show show something like teach your daughters that um, loyalty does not connect to to pain. Like you don't loyalty is not the same thing as pain when it comes to men or something along those lines. So I gotta reach out to because my thing is I feel like us as women we feel like you know oh I'm loyal because hold a nigga down. It says teach your daughters that loyalty isn't how much pain you can tolerate from a man, which I completely agree. You can't, you, I don't have to go through years of pain just for, you know what I'm saying? For our love to be strong or for, you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't feel like that's, that's not love, not love whatsoever. So when it comes to your past, I'm not holding it against you. Mm -hmm. Only if you show that you're a changed person, that person has to show that they're changed and they have to want to change. I can't make you change. Ernest, I think Gigi could not have made you change. You have to do that on your own. You have mm -hmm. to want that for yourself. Facts. I can't make force that out of nobody. Keep period. it a whole buck. I didn't change in the beginning either. Goddamn it. It took a minute. You, it's something that you truly have to desire. Yeah. I hate that when people say people will change for who they want. Like, like you just said, like it literally has nothing to do with the other person. It's everything to do with yourself. You go change for yourself because you're not going to meet this person. Like, you know what? I'm going to change for them. Even though this person did this, this, and that for me, they were showing me all love, but them specifically, I just met this stranger. I'm going to change for them or whatever. So it's right. literally within. The happiness is from within. Like you can't be searching around. Like, oh, this person is going to make me happy. This person is going to make me happy. Because whenever you're searching in other people for happiness, you already setting yourself up to fail, or you putting too much pressure on them. Like it's just facts. Like I just wanted to piggyback off what Dave just said. I feel like because um because I do because I don't hold on to people's past, it has made my tolerance a little lower um so i don't you know i definitely agree with that you're in pain and 
staying through and holding right down. Like I'm the la- anybody that knows me will tell you I'm the last person. Like especially after dedicating my whole teenage, early adulthood to a person, like my tolerance is like this. So like I look for the connection off rip. I don't care what you did, but I want to know, are we here with each other? Can we match each other's energy? And, you know, I will have a conversation about it. Like, you know, I know that you do have a past. I'm not holding it against you, but I just want to know that this ain't what we do. If that's what you want to do, tell me now and we can, you know, make some other arrangements for how we're going to deal with each other. So I definitely make it a conversation, but it's just nothing that I'm like holding on to, I guess. But I don't think that you need to hold someone down to prove that, you know, you're worthy. Yeah, I was, I think, I think it was what uh, Deja was saying about encountering somebody the past. My thing is just like, if, if you see it and if you know about the past, I, I don't, why juggle it anyways? I mean, it's plenty, I think it's plenty of nice guys out there. So, I mean. It ain't, nigga. We not shit, bro. <laughs> Nah, bro. I was keeping all. I feel like I'm the most nicest nigga. I'm gonna ever. say where? I feel I do, bro. I feel like I'm really the most nicest, kind gentleman that you ever can meet. And even I, nigga, it's hard to say no. We don't get nigga. Even now, being married, when they throw it, I'd be like, oh god, get you know, away! Get it's away nice guys out there. They just get labeled corny and stuff like that. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not a. Uh, the nice guy, you know what I'm saying? I feel, low key, if I want to be buck and be toxic ma- masculinity right now, every man starts out as a nice young man. Well, most and get men. fucked over and get fucked over when he's young, and then he just become a savage after that, and you don't care about nobody's feelings but anymore. It happened ten years ago. Yeah, facts. Hell yeah. God damn it. I still remember In her ass too. School. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's stupid. <laughs> I still remember you. All equated to the hurt or pain that guys get when their heart breaks for the first time. I think that it's also like our culture and the influence. Um, guys are influenced to be the way that they are. Um, there's no way that every fucking man is going to behave the same way based off a of heartbreak. It's more so what's being programmed the men to be. Agreed. I definitely agree. agree. This week's episode is sponsored by the Design Lab at Shutter Shock and Co. From logos and business cards to invitations and custom tees, the Design Lab is your one-stop shop for graphics. The Design Lab is the sole creator for copacetic merchandise. Available now. Use your promo code COPACETIC for 10% off your COPACETIC merchandise. Shop now using the link in our bio. Back to the podcast. We're going to move into the next segment of the podcast, the email of the week. And when I tell you today's email of the week is funny, I think it's funny anyway. It's just crazy. All right. Dear Copacetic Hour. By the way, keep sending your emails to thecopacetichour at gmail.com. We will get to them. I promise you. 
Dear Copacetic Hour, I have I have a dating rule that I don't date women with more than one baby daddy. I think building relationships between two people is hard. And when you factor in personalities of multiple children and their fathers of those children, it becomes indefinitely harder. My friends tell me that that rule is unrealistic and very chauvinistic. In, in, in their words, toxic masculinity. I just think finding a wife is hard enough without an extra nigga in the picture. I'm am, tired of him. Am I wrong? Please, Copacetic, tell me I'm right. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> so what y'all think? I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at it because me, I have a child, but I'm like, if you, I honestly don't want to deal with no baby mama drama, but... So I'm like, you can't have no kids. But then it's like, Deja, can you really, can you really say that? So I, I feel them. Because it's drama. People is drama filled. And then half the time, baby mamas and baby daddies, depending on, you know, I know every situation is different. But sometimes, you know, they still be trying to dibble and dabble with each other. And I ain't got time for all that. It's a bit extra for me. Um, especially the finding a wife is already hard enough line. Like, yeah. there's no options out here like and then it just like puts yet another stipulation on what we cannot have in order to be good enough to date somebody and I mean I only have one baby dad and we probably have the most peaceful relationship there is known to man um, but I still just I, I don't like when people put stipulations on people like that like just chillax like I don't know it just seems like a lot to me I can't lie. I, I don't want to do with the guy with multiple baby mamas. So Hell no, goddamn shit. I don't want to deal with a guy with one baby mama. So right. let alone multiple. And then like, where are we going in life? If we have kids and I got to coincide with, with three different females to try to get the kids to be around <laughs> each other. It's just like, oh man, we got a group chat. Like, can we, can the kids <laughs> play today? <laughs> I don't know. I just, so I feel them. I don't know. I was just saying maybe I'm biased because my mom has all different baby dads and my mom, my dad has three different baby moms. So maybe that's why I'm biased. Okay. Okay. That's definitely why. <laughs> 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 I think it's just a, a preference, like all things. Like, I mean, it could be a beautiful blessing. Right. But. I think in a lot of cases is kind of drama filled. Right now I'm young. I don't have children. I'm not married. I don't have, you know, I don't have a whole lot of liabilities or major responsibilities right now. So me in the dating game taking on that load, that's a lot. Right. So I think for me, I think that's very valid to say that not only just one, but them show not multiple. Facts. But I don't know. All right, Keon, what if your fiance had three niggas in the cut and you was being a whole ass daddy, nigga, lumberjack? You know what I'm saying? Raising these niggas now. What you think? I uh I, I dated two I dated two women with kids uh back back when. Um and like I said, I wasn't the I was wasn't the selfless person I is I am now. And back then, I was I was too selfish for it. I, it. It didn't work for me. I tried it twice, just didn't work. Um, I don't blame anybody who does 
or doesn't want to date somebody with kids is whatever. It's a preface. I'm not, if I had a kid and a woman said she didn't want to date me because I had a kid, I'm not going to rack my brain over why she doesn't want to date me. I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, just get out of my face then. <laughs> Period. Bye. Yeah, so if, if whether I do or don't want to date somebody with a kid is, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's not worth putting that energy into it. I feel you. I don't know, like, I don't have kids, but I want kids, right? Um, if Gigi had kids, when we met, there probably wouldn't have been an option. But say if we wasn't together and I was meeting a woman with kids now, as long as her baby daddy is dead or in jail for life, then I think, <laughs> I think, I think we'll be good. You know what I'm saying? I could raise some little niggas. I, I'd be a good father. You know what I'm saying? I would It's not even it's not but I'm saying as men, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's we're ego driven. So like if that's gonna be if I'm be with this mom and we really get together and if we really like be together, I'm gonna treat that kid like it's my kid. You know what I'm as saying? You like one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? But I can't have this nigga over here who is his biological daddy over here fucking up everything I'm teaching this little nigga right here. <laughs> or this my beautiful young queen right here. I can't be having him, you know, she's sad because this nigga don't want to pick her up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be, I would be like, yeah, forget about your daddy. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm your daddy now. I'm your daddy now. <laughs> I'm going to make it happen for you, baby. Okay? You know, if I had a little girl, that's how I would talk. But I don't know. Like, it would be hard because I guess as a man, it's like a territory thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to be in my house and doing this and doing that. And then thinking like you could talk to my girl crazy because y'all got a kid together because you gonna argue about something. Y'all just not going to agree about some shit period. Cause that's just, we're human beings. I don't know if I can handle another nigga who has a right to say something about his kid to her. I don't know if I would be able to just sit in the background. Like, I mean, that nigga, right? Shit. What you mean? <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Unless she was just on some bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't tell him that. And we probably wind up fighting and shit, and then it could be some whole other shit. You know? <laughs> God damn it. You know? Being from Battle Creek, nigga could get shot. Shit. Who knows? You never know. Man. Uh, that's, that's probably another reason why I'm biased, because I have a kid and I've been single. And that is like, it's a thing for guys. Like, and I like that you pointed out that it's ego. Um, Cause guys, ego. like we don't even get to a stage where you could treat my kid like they yours because guys get so stuck on, Oh, you got a baby dad. Oh, what you ain't baby dad doing? Oh, what you ain't baby dad talk about? Oh, you baby dad. Oh, you like, it's like, I cannot escape it. So that's another reason why I'm probably biased because I don't think that's fair. It's not fair, but well, he said multiple. Yeah, multiple. Multiple. Shit, but even one nigga. Shit, if I gotta fight this nigga for you, <laughs> goddamn it, what kind of shit? I will if I if we if we there, I will. But 
I don't know. It's it's just seems like a lot. Like it's a girl that I like. She got multiple kids. I really like her. I, I not now. I really did like yeah, her. I was kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> I really did like her. I probably would have wanted to at least try, but in me in hindsight thinking about it, like I don't know if that could have ever worked out. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have been a lot of like drama you know what i'm saying shit niggas make whole ass anthem stepdaddy stepdaddy clowning the stepdaddy you know what i'm saying like where what kind of respect like stepdaddy don't get no respect unless you dare like from day russell one wilson. russell wilson are hey, you I kidding fucks, me i fucks with russell wilson all day that's my dog you know what i'm saying but you gotta be there like russell wilson like you gotta Most be definitely. there when it's a little nigga and you gotta raise him up you know what i'm saying and then the daddy got to be like a whole ass nigga who don't really be around like that too. You know what I'm saying? It's a, but I don't think that's the case for him. It's a different. I don't know nothing about Future. Future got a whole bunch of kids, so I don't know. <laughs> that, that's the he the, he the he the he who we talking about, but the opposite. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> but you know. he could be around. We don't know that. Yeah, it don't look like it. <laughs> Hey, Future gets so much slander on this podcast, goddammit. <laughs> I think he should take care of his kids. <laughs> it don't matter if he do now, because he gets super <laughs> slandered on here. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know, like, being with a woman is hard, and then knowing, like, you'll never... Th- that child always comes first, you know what I'm saying, in any situation, which is understandable, right? But in a way, it's like, I don't know, if the dad is around, you and that child, I don't know if y'all ever can have a bond like father-son in a way, you know what I'm saying? It'll always be like father-stepdad. And then if you and the dad don't get along in a way, that just, it just seems like it's too much. It's going to have to be a special woman for that to be worth going through. So basically, if we had kids and we broke up with the co-parent, we just, we had a look. See, I think you are a very special young woman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think that any man who you would meet in the future, he is going to go above and beyond to be a husband, a father, and everything that he can be. Be all that he can be, like the Army commercial. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God damn it. No, you ain't a look. I see. I know plenty of good stepdads that stepped in and did their thing. But in my in my situation, I was I was like 24, 25, right. dealing with a girl going through custody battles and shit. I'm out. I'm not serious <laughs> 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 the battles. Yeah, I think age has a lot to do with it too. Yeah. I like I don't think like Don made a good point. Like she said, she's young. I don't think you have to accept that in your 20s. Like, that's not anything that if you don't want that, you don't have to. I think, like, once you get into 30s, 40s, it's where you kind of got to reevaluate. Like, I ain't going to set nobody with kids, but I'm 35. Like, you know. But in your 20s, you don't have to accept that. So, I I think. And I think it helps, too, if if you got kids, too, and you dating somebody that got kids. Because now y'all both know, all right, this is real life. This shit happens. Right. And you could. Hell yeah. I don't want to say I don't want to say tolerate, but you you understand. 
Y'all could be the motherfucking Brady Bunch, goddammit. Hell yeah. (laughs) 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 The youngest one in curls. Really? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be dope, right? No, (laughs) nah. But I don't know. For all you single mothers out there, and all you single fathers, which it ain't really too many. I only know one one single father. I know one two. I know two single fathers out of all the people I know. But all you single mothers out there, there is hope out there. You know what I'm saying? But me, me and Keon just not it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all both, you married and he engaged, so I would hope that y'all not it. Yeah, I mean, niggas that think like us not it. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Are you tired of paying unnecessary fees for banking? Do you only use mobile banking anyway and hate going into the branch to handle your business? If so, Chime is the copacetic option for you. It's one of the fastest growing banks in America, charging a total of $0 in fees. Join Chime today using our special code and get a free $50 after your first direct deposit of $200 or more within your first 45 days of opening the account. Find the special code in our Instagram profile and join the Chime family today. You're tuning in to the copacetic hour. To the copacetic hour. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Back to the podcast. So we're going to move on to our last uh, segment of the podcast, hood situation. What? Hood situation. Who? Hood situation. Why? Because shit be happening in the hood. All right. Today's hood situation came to you by my dog, Keon, today. Who is responsible for the drunk friend when you go out? I'm going to let Keon go first since he got to go to work. Who is responsible for the drunk friend? If you ride with that person. You got some responsibility for that person. If, of course, if it's your significant other, you're responsible for that drunk friend. If it's blood, you're responsible for that drunk friend. Those are my, that's my three right there. If you are an adult man, you come out and you drink it with me and we both getting drunk. And, you ain't, and if you don't even tell me, it's like, hey, bro, I'm a lightweight before we even go to this. I don't know how I'm getting home. Give me a heads up or something like that. But if we just out and we going at it hard, at the beginning, you ain't give me no heads up or nothing. And I'm drunk too. I'm I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> I'll leave you. <laughs> I'll leave you. How you gonna have a drunk man responsible for you getting home? Now I'm trying to drive you home. I get a DUI and losing my job and you sober up the next day like damn, that was a movie, right? <laughs> so like I said, if you're an adult like an adult man, uh women. If you're a man, you got to make sure these women are safe out here because as it's, it's some some scary shit going on. But all my bros, you got to hold your lick or let me know something ahead of time. Facts. What about you, uh, Deja, when you used to get drunk back in the day? I all, For some reason, I was always the designated person to take care of the drunk. Like, I would have to sober up to take care of my drunk friend. Always. I was always the designated one. But I agree. 
if we ride together, yes, I have some type of responsibility. Most definitely. Unless you got a little situation, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dom? Uh, we're not in college anymore. So it's also just, you know, learn how to control your liquor and handle yourself. Um, but yeah, if we came together, if you my my friends, whatever, we, I'm going to for sure look out. I'm like, I, I rarely get drunk. So if you see me actually drunk, that's like a rare occasion because I always know when to cut off. But like, when I see any of my friends or even really, I don't know, even when I see just females sometimes looking a little bit janky, I always kind of step in like, oh girl, who you come with? Or, you know, right. step in a little bit because I've seen and I've been in situations where niggas tried to get down on me but god woke me up it was like nope not today so yeah. it's like whenever i see a female looking a little bit too i always just like and guys are in their face or anything like that i always just kind of be like yo girl and just trying to check in with them like who friend is this blah 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 blah, blah. or like any of my friends if we can come together or whatever if i see you in there but that's just because i don't really be drunk so i'm able to do that facts facts i would say if you a nigga and you get drunk and you didn't come with me, you're on your own. Unless you my nigga, you know what I'm saying? If I just know you, uh, tough luck, my guy. They luck. gonna they gonna throw up in your car, right. throw up on your shoes, man. They gonna fuck something up. It ain't yeah. it ain't happening. Y'all are ruthless. If it's a woman, yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. If I especially. Okay, I'm not picking up no woman I don't know and taking her home because I've been in, accused of doing shit and when I was trying to be a good Samaritan, so I'd never do that again. Um, Get their phone, call their friends or something. Yeah, it's you know what I'm saying? Something, I, never, I never do that. So if you drunk and your woman I don't know you, you kind of on your luck because of some shit that happened to me in my past. Um, but if you're a woman and I know you, Oh, I'm definitely making sure you get into the crib uh, safe and sound. You know what I'm saying? Even if, like, I remember one time one of my homegirls, Courtney, she got super drunk, super duper drunk. Nigga, I picked her up, had to carry her in the crib, put her on my grandma's couch. <laughs> she slept there for the night. You know what I'm saying? Back in high school. Or Chet. Even what we talked about earlier. Or... Any woman that I know, if I'm around and you need you need help, I'm gonna step in if I know you for sure. They even know no questions asked. You know what I'm saying? Especially on some drunk shit, cause niggas do be on that predatory type shit and I'm not going for it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nah, I'm not going for it at all. And it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Nigga be mad if you want to. You know what I'm saying? But if it's a nigga though, I'm not, you out of luck, bro. Like <laughs> you out of luck. I'm telling you, like nigga, if you don't, if you doing too much, you gonna be out of luck. Cause I will leave you there, nigga. Unless you like my dog. Like if Keon is really drunk. I'm at least make sure you get to the crib. But to I'm the not, stairs. Yes, nigga. <laughs> I'm not picking you up and putting you in the house. You are not a woman. That's not happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You're not. It's not. I'm sorry. Because can't nobody pick my ass up when I get drunk. So I'm not doing it for <laughs> nobody else. God damn it. Shit. 
Ain't not one nigga, ain't not a group of niggas be like, hey, we got to haul together to pick E up to get him in the crib. And I've been stupid drunk like that. Got multiple occasions. Y'all didn't call a gurney or nothing to get my ass in the house. <laughs> God damn it. Shit, so, yeah, if you a nigga and you drunk, my dog or not, you out of luck, my guy. I'm sorry. Peace. I, you know I think it, it also depends on my mood, too. I'm just thinking about it now that you're saying that. Because sometimes if I see dudes out drunk, especially if it's, like, black dudes, I'll be worried. Like, I'll be like, I don't know, this could be, this in turn to something I don't have to because uh, he's drunk. So I'll be trying to yeah. get his friends to get him. Like, if the police come out here, he can end up dead, go to jail, like, all because he's drunk. So just, I'll nice. be trying to get his friends to get him. But then sometimes I'll be like, y'all, like, you're a grown man. Like, I don't have time for this. So I think it depends <laughs> on my mood, too. Definitely. A lot of men when they drunk, they be like they be aggressive. Like you, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like I can't a drunk man. I can't do nothing with you, sir. Sorry, because they be aggressive and be in a whole different mindset. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just that you do. Men, I think I'll ask who's driving. Like, oh, you driving? And I, it, that'll determine if I'm concerned or not for real. Because if you're driving, then I'm concerned, and then I'm like, okay, this isn't gonna work out. But you if you're not driving, you pass. Where you said what? You still ain't gonna just take a nigga home, is you? No, I'm not gonna do that. But yeah. if, I, if I know you and I know you driving, then I might take you home actually if right. I actually know you. But right. if I know you when you're not driving, then I'm I might not be that concerned. We gonna call you an Uber. Yeah, maybe. Right. Look, and they might not even want to get in the Uber. Niggas be when they get drunk, they be on a whole nother level. Facts. They either violent, uh funny or i'm like i'm all lovey that's me when i'm drunk ah, give me hugs <laughs> <laughs> my dog I'm all, that's how i am when i'm drunk i love you man I, that's how i am when i'm drunk holding people's faces yeah I really love you. that's how i am i'm all pieces the world and shit when i'm drunk god damn it yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and end the podcast on me being drunk. <laughs> uh, can y'all give him y'all hit up? Let him know anything y'all got going on. Keon had to peace out. He had to go to work. I appreciate him for stepping in last minute for me. Um, let him know what y'all got going on. And if anything, they can c- contribute or support you. If you're selling anything or if you got anything going on community service-wise, anything at all, let them know. All right, y'all. This is Deja. My IG is de.j3a2 underscore. Yes, hit me up if y'all are interested in investing anything, not real estate, but in, like as far as stocks, currency, anything like that. Definitely hit me up. I um, you know, give you more information about that. And, and yeah. Cool. Make sure y'all hit her up. Foreign exchange market. Get the money. They're getting big bands over there. I'm Imani again. Um, follow me at underscore Imani Watson. Um, and if you follow me, then you'll see everything on my page. But I do have a blog, so make sure you go click the link in my bio um, and just stay tuned. Definitely stay tuned. Make sure y'all check out her blog. She got a lot of things going on. Again, my name is Kavina. I think my uh, Instagram was underscore Kavina, K E V I N A underscore. 
I don't know. I don't really remember right now. <laughs> and uh, I don't have any projects going on with community service right now due to COVID, but right. possibly in the future. Definitely. Right. I'm Dominique. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Gorge D, G-O-R-G dot D. And I'm coasting right now. I'm chilling. Definitely. Hit her up. Go like all their pictures. They are beautiful black women. Do not do no creepy shit or I will out you on this podcast. I'm posting your picture, your name, all of that shit. And I'm going to talk shit about you. Do not treat these queens like they are not queens. Definitely. This is the copacetic hour. We're going <laughs> to leave you with our mantra. Protect your peace, secure your wealth, and define your destiny. This is the copacetic hour. Peace. You're tuning in to the copacetic hour. This is the copacetic hour. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill?